Welcome to the Sacred Emergence Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Wong, and I'm so thrilled that you're here. This is a place where you'll be guided to living your most aligned life so that your truest, most radiant self can emerge. We'll be jamming on topics ranging from spirituality, entrepreneurship, to wellness and lifestyle design, and everything in between that can support you to grow, evolve, and shine, all the while not taking ourselves too seriously. So if you're ready to step into your leadership, break through limiting beliefs, own all of who you are, and expand in abundance, grab yourself your faith cup of tea, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, welcome back to our final episode of 2019. It is so incredible that we are at the end of the year. And if you're listening to this, obviously, when this this episode is out. Um, and as such, this is our last episode of the season. So come time next week, you're gonna get into we're gonna get into season two of Sacred Emergence. Um, and I don't really know what all the different seasons mean. I don't even think it, I think it's just something we make up as podcast hosts but I am ready to flip over to season two. And with that said, I thought it would be such a beautiful way to really celebrate and um, tie up this year with um, a a topic that I just love doing, love talking about at the end of the year. And this is really pulling in the theme, the theme that you really want to um, embody for the new year. And you may or may not have already done this. Um, and I'm always so curious what people's process is. So if you already have your word chosen, I would love to hear it. Feel free to um, to DM me over Instagram. And um, But there is something that I, before I get to the theme, um, I do like to answer like my own questions, right? I do like to go through um, just like a little bit of reflection. And I shared that in the last episode when I talked about the winter solstice. So there were two questions that I was um, invited to answer and just kind of journal out. Um, And it was like, what is it that I'm really, really grateful for, for this year? And what am I ready to release? So that is part of my ritual of closing out the year. But one thing I also add is um, what is the accomplishments and the celebrations that I really want to highlight the things that I've um, that I've achieved right for this year. And so if you haven't done that, I so encourage you and. It, it does help to kind of pull out the calendar and look at like, okay, January, what did I accomplish in January? What did I do? Um, just kind of like, it's such a great reminder because when I was doing mine, I was like, what did I do this year? You know, and I could only really remember the last two months of like, oh yeah, you know, I hosted like my five day inner confidence challenge. Um, yeah, so that was good. <laughs> and then like, I really had to think back like, okay, January. Oh yeah, I was in California in January. I invested in my business and I went to um, a women's business retreat with my business partners and we heard Rachel Hollis speak, which was incredible. We got to spend some time outside and I visited my friend and like all of the things, right? So really looking at celebration, um, I think is really important because it does like along with gratitude, we're really looking at um, the things that we've accomplished and really celebrating all of the good. And so with all of that, um, I use that energy for me, that's my process. And I start like thinking about, okay, what is it with all of the things that I've learned, with things that I'm ready to let go, the things that I have released and with all of the accomplishments, what's, what is it that wants to come forth, right? What is the energy? What's that, 
that frequency that I really want to lean into and tap into for next year. And that to me is like super juicy, super fun. The possibility now becomes endless because it's like a brand new canvas that we can now really start playing with. And, um, so for me, like I started playing uh, around with some of like the words that I really start wanting to like play with and start experimenting with for next year, like around like even Thanksgiving, right? This is something that I, that I've done for a while, um, of like, okay, like what is it that I'm feeling into? And, um, and I have a story that goes along with it. So for me, like, this year especially, um, or the past few years, like the word trust has been pretty strong, like trust the process, trust in the divine, trust that I'm always taken care of, trust. And honestly, sometimes I forget and I'm going into like, okay, let's make this work. How is this going to happen? Like, let's go into the hustle mode, right? So I fall into that trap as well. Um, But one of the things is like, yeah, like embodiment, right? Embodying the trust. Like what does that mean to really embody and to really put what it is I want into practice, right? And so I've been playing with that. And um, here's the story. So actually yesterday I was um, at uh, my Reiki session. I scheduled an appointment with my friend who's a Reiki healer. And even before, even before the session, actually I already know my word for next year. So just a little preface. Um, but, um, before I landed on my actual word and body trust was something that I was kind of wearing on and, and experimenting for a few days, for a few weeks even. And, uh, but at the Reiki session, you know, we were chatting and, um, when I was laying on the massage table, she, um, she's, you know, set two tuning forks, um, just near my ear and the tuning forks resonated with, uh, the energy and the frequency of earth. And so it was a very like deep kind of uh, grounding energy. And like the instant I heard it, like I just felt my body, like I just envisioned myself just laying on grass, right? On the earth's surface, right? And I just saw like this hand, like the earth, right? The soil um, just really support me. And I saw this hand, like, you know, this invisible hand just holds me and just saying, hey, you know, you are safe. You can trust and you are supported. And that was the, the the image I got and also the reminder of, yeah, trust, right? Like trust that you're taken care of and trust yourself, all of that. And uh, it was so funny because my friend who's the Reiki healer, she also like during the session, she actually channels information. She gets a lot of download from the guides, from her guides. Um, and it just comes through. So after our session, she said, Hey, do you want to hear some of the message that came through for me? And I was like, yeah, of course. And she was like, okay. Like, you know, she went through it and she's like, and then the, like, it was just so loud in my ear. It was just so strong. Trust, 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 trust. I shit you not. I was like, Oh my God, of course. (laughs) Right. And so like everything that she was saying, it was just such a great reminder And she was like, you know, so often like there's that tendency to want to control everything and try to figure it things, figure things out, want to know what's next, what's the system, what's the process. And like for you, it's important to just trust and trust yourself, trust that um, the steps will be shown. And I just love that because it's always such a great reminder. And especially like that was the word that I was really thinking about embodying. 
and uh, I ended up coming up with a different word, and uh, and it, but it all ties together because embody trust for me is within this word. I just needed a word that was, um, I don't know, just like could carry me, carry me through and a, and a little bit more like juiciness because I was also thinking of like pleasure, you know. And um, I was listening to the Cosmic Calling podcast one day, and this is um, a podcast by Natalie Wallstein, who's an astrologer. And I was listening to her one of her episodes, and she was also talking about you know different themes for different years that she's done. And she said that for one of her years, um, the word for her was goddess. And when I heard that, I was like, that is juicy. That, that so resonates with me. Um, and I thought more about it and I was like, yeah, like for me, like everybody has a different image of the word goddess. Um, and like, I don't know if some of you know, I don't know if I've shared it in past episodes, but I'm a graduate of, um, Mama Gina School of Womenly Arts, like years ago, this was like almost 10 years ago. And like, so I'm a sister goddess. So the word goddess for me encompasses so many different things. Like, yes, it's about the divine, right? It's about pleasure. It's about our turn on. It's about like, really, what is it that we desire? And, um, that really lights our juice up. And so like, there was a part of energy of that, that I've just lately been like wanting to call in as well as the embodied trust. And for me, like when I think of goddess, it's like, all of it. It encompasses all of what I just said, right? And um, and I was like, yeah, like that word goddess is, it is lighting me up. It is like, it's got that juice to it. Um, and a little bit of playfulness as well, right? And um, a part of me like wanted to pop on Google and be like, okay, what are some of the adjectives that can describe a goddess? And, and as I was thinking about doing that, I was like, no, I'm just going to sit down and like heart storm. Um, the words that to me encompass the goddess energy. Um, and I, I like had a lot of words and then I just wanted to like narrow it down to really like simplify it and get the essence of what to me is really important. And then my intention is to create, um, a theme board out of it, um, yeah, I think I've mentioned in past episodes that, um, with, you know, people create vision boards and what I really love to do is create a theme board. Cause like, uh, for me, a theme board represents the energy that I really want to call forth. Right. And I, I'll like put it, I'll categorize it. So how I do my theme boards is like, okay, like I'll have a section of like the energy of my business that I really want to contain and the energy of like my, my self-care, my well-being, you know, and my relationship. So I'll have like different areas on my theme board that really encompasses that word in different areas of my life. And I just, I'm so excited about the word goddess, um, because I'm like, okay, like with that energy, like what I tap into thinking about my business, like I don't have to do it the like the strategic way, the 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 expert traditional patriarch way, right? I get to do it the goddess way, right? The way that feels an alignment and like it's a turn on for me. Um, and so like even saying that and just imagining it is making me smile. And so like for me, I know like yep, that's the right word for next year. And you know, some years I I don't nail it. <laughs> In some years, like the word just falls flat, maybe like by the time February comes. And I've noticed like since I've started doing this ritual, like finding the the theme of the year, the word for the year, I notice like a pattern of um, when I choose words that 
is connected to me wanting to change a habit or linking to some type of result that can be ego-driven, I notice that the word doesn't really um, carry me through the entire year. It loses its juice. Um, and so the words that that has happened, I, I remember pretty distinctly, is focus. One year I had the word focus. Um, <laughs> and that didn't last very long. And I think it was because I was really like motivated to like make my business work. Like I was just so like, like I had it in me that it has to be consistent. I got to show up every day. I got to have a schedule. I, and I just, it was like a very masculine driven energy. And I felt like in order for me to do this, I need to focus. So like, that's what I wrote down on my, you know, on my paper focus. And I'm telling you, I think by the time January 31st came around, I was like this, I'm done. <laughs> Like, I'm just not feeling it anymore. Um, and so that's something, like, for me to be aware of. And, like, if that helps you, like, finding a word that's less, um, I don't know, like, it just depends on each person, right? But um, for me, another one that just didn't, I had to change it mid-year was uh, fail forward. And, like, the essence of that was really around, like, don't be afraid to show up and make mistakes. And I think, like, you know, as a word itself, it's fine. But I think by the time July came, I was like, you know what, I feel like I've, I failed forward. Like, I feel like I've, I've gotten that already. Like the energy of it, <clears throat> I feel like is complete. So like, it doesn't mean that you can't change your word in, during the middle of the year or like tweaking things. Um, and, um, and yeah. And then other words that have carried me through is sometimes like I loved it so much. I, I even brought it into the next year was, um, daring greatly. So that one I really loved. And that one even pulled me through, um, me saying yes to spending two months in Bali. Um, and I quit my job. That was probably the second time I quit my job, <laughs> um, went to Bali. And so that the energy of daring greatly really like it carried me forward. Um, and another one, oh, for this year, uh, 2019 breaking through, um, just breaking through like fears and all of that and really just showing up for myself. Um, and like, ironically, um, the breakthrough I think that really happened was after my injury, <laughs> my knee injury. Um, just like things have really shifted since then for me and just tapping into like, yeah, what is it that I'm really wanting and, and, and willing to say yes to and, and saying no to, you know, take a stand for my desires. And so for next year, goddess is just feeling so good. Um, and I have not made my theme board yet. I think I'm just going to, give it more time and start collecting images um, and finding things that really align with the goddess energy that for me that resonates and um, and then start planning out that theme board. So maybe by the end of January, I will have had that complete. Um, I don't want to be so dogmatic about it. I need to get this done by the end of 2019, right? It can totally trickle into next year and release the pressure of it because Quite frankly, our Gregorian calendar is it's just one calendar, right? If you look at like the lunar calendar, it's not technically next year until sometime in January, right? Um, if you look at like the cosmos and the stars and all of that, um, I think technically 2020, that like the next year doesn't actually come around in, until like February. So like it's all really relative at the at the end of you know at the end of things. So you don't have to be so dogmatic, but it's always fun to, you know, align with the energy of what's happening right now. And yeah, we are leaning into, stepping into a new decade. So 
Anyway, um, let's see, is there anything else I wanted to highlight around this? No, I think that was what I wanted to cover. I wanted to keep this relatively short, and um, if you have a theme word, uh, please, I would love to hear it. Um, and all this to say, like, it's always a journey, right? Like, I didn't start doing this type of uh, planning, this intentionally and this mindfully until I had my own business. Before then, I was like, you know, sometimes I will have like a New Year's resolution of wanting to be healthier. And some years when I was in corporate, because I was so into the routine of things, it was just like December 31st, January 1st came around and I was just living my routine life. Um, so, you know, whatever floats your boat, but I totally recommend um, setting some time out if you haven't already to, you know, write out what is it that you are proud of this year, things that you've accomplished, things that you've, you're so proud of yourself and celebrate it. Um, your gratitudes, what are you so grateful for? And what are you willing to, like ready, not willing, but what are you ready to release? Um, and then what do you want to call forth for next year? And in using that ritual, that ding that you heard was my um, my toaster oven. It's, <laughs> it's making my lunch. Um, what is it that you're now ready to call forth, right? After doing that exercise and then using that the theme for next year, right? And encapsulating that all with a word. So um, I'm so curious to hear what your word is, if you've already done this or if you have yet to do it. Um, and, you know, if you're listening to this in July, you can still do it if you haven't done it. Or you can always like tweak tweak your word if you find that it doesn't actually resonate with you. There is no set rule. Um, you can do it your way. And uh, yeah, if you already have your word, DM me over Instagram at michellewong.xo and I would love to hear it. Um, and otherwise, if you're listening to this as the episode is out in December of 2019, I wish you the best, the most happiest, the most joyful celebration of um, at the end of 19 as you head into a beautiful, successful, abundant, joyful, peaceful 2020 filled with um, richness, health, and, uh, just so much, so much magic and possibility. Have a good one. And I will see you talk to you next year. Cheers. Join our free private Facebook group community, Sacred Emergence to receive more connection, guidance, and support and take part in our five day inner confidence challenge to not only boost your confidence, but to help activate your inner leadership details in the show notes. Thank you for listening to the Sacred Emergence podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and thank you in advance for sharing this with others who can benefit. Until next time.